worship leaders, worship musicians, and techs. Do you know what the yearly rhythms of your church and worship team and tech team are? And are you using it to your advantage? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Blueprint Sounds. My name is Nathan Smith. Thank you for joining me. Today, I want to talk about how to take advantage of the built-in rhythms that every church has in their year. But first, I'd like to give you something. If you go to my website, blueprintsounds.com, you can get access to my free guide called 25 Chart-Topping Arrangement Tricks. If you as a team have a song that you've been working on that's good, but you wish it had another gear, download this free PDF. It gives you 25 great ideas for ways to make your song more interesting. It gives you a couple sentences about why that trick works. And then it gives you a song from the radio so that you can hear the trick in action. Again, go to my website, blueprintsounds.com, or you can click on the link nearby, blueprintsounds.com forward slash 25 tricks. All right, let's talk about the rhythms of the year. Obviously, it being August, we're in a low point or a relaxation point in our year. Everyone is trying to get to the coast or the beach or a lake or, or do something in those last few weeks before school starts and take it easy. So you've probably noticed throughout the summer that fewer people are, you know, volunteering or, you know, saying yes to your PCO requests. Your drummer is AWOL for some reason. But you're hoping that September will come around and everybody will start, you know, taking their kids back to school. Fall sports gets lined up. Everybody's schedule gets a lot more consistent and you're going to have a bigger worship team than you did in August. So what do you do about that? If you're a worship leader with ambition, well, you've probably got a lot of good ideas about, okay, all right, now, now that it's September and October, I'm going to, we're going to do some stuff. We're going to, we're going to have a bigger sound. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to roll out these new tunes or whatever the case may be. You've probably got some vision. Well, here's my encouragement to you if you are one of those worship leaders. You really, really need a new beginning. It's so often at church that we sort of we sort of just tool along. We sort of plod along and we don't really mark the occasions like we used to. I think a lot of the reason behind that is in modern culture, we aren't as connected to the seasons as we used to be. When we were agrarian, when we were all farmers, you know, it was a very different thing. When the harvest came in, everything revolved around the harvest. And once the barn was full, you had a celebration that the barn was full. And of course, you had to prepare for winter. And so things were very different in that you were dictated to what season you were in. And so our celebrations matched the seasons pretty well. Nowadays, well, it's not quite the same thing. You have a nine to five job and it doesn't so much change depending upon the seasons. But it's really important that you as a leader acknowledge that change of season and you acknowledge the rise and fall and rhythm of your own church. And let me tell you what happens when you don't. I'll give you a story. So I used to work at a college and worked in the music department of that college. And obviously in the fall, we have a big orientation, a school-wide orientation, and there's all of this excitement from the new freshmen being there, you know, fresh-faced and, and innocent and wondering what they've gotten themselves into. And so there was a lot of parties, there was a lot of stuff on the lawn, a lot of excitement around that new time. And in the music department, we had our own thing. We had an orientation, but we also had the vision casting for what was coming up in the fall, which was a fall concert. In the spring, we had a spring production. Well, I remember one particular year. 
it was January and the beginning of second semester, and the leadership was meeting together before the school year started, and we were talking about this spring production, and it was more ambitious, I think, than, than probably typical for us. And so we had all sorts of excitement, but we had a lot of, I would say, fear or anxiety about everything that we had to do because this was a step up for us. So it went sort of like this. The first day of school, you know, second semester starts, it was sort of, hi, here's your assignment, let's break into sectionals, goodbye. It was that fast. It was, it was crazy because when we thought about, when the leadership thought about everything that had to happen by spring production, working backwards, well, we had to burn rubber, or at least we thought we had to burn rubber. But here's what happened. A couple of weeks, I don't remember exactly when, it was, but it wasn't long into the school year. Things started to go wrong. The energy was off. It just seemed like the wheels were falling off, and it was way too soon for that to be happening, and we were wondering what was going on. Well, in one of our leadership meetings, to our horror, we realized that we had never rallied the troops. We had never officially started the year because we had already built up momentum as a leadership team, And we were coming in running into the beginning of the year when all of the students arriving back from Christmas were not running. So we gave them whiplash accidentally. We were so focused on the goal that we didn't say hello, really. We didn't have an orientation of sorts. We didn't celebrate what had happened last semester and and get ready for the new semester. There wasn't a clear beginning It was like they came through the door and we were running out the door and we caught them by the collar along the way. That's what it felt like. Now, I don't remember exactly how we fixed it, but we did have to acknowledge that we had started too fast, that we had too much vision and not enough relationship in bringing everybody along because it takes a team. It it can't be done by five people. Well, the same is true for your church. As a church, you know, August is winding down, September is starting, everybody's schedules are starting to to come together. Maybe you've started school, maybe it starts soon. There has to be a point where you have a new beginning. Because churches often do this, we'll sort of plod along, you know, waiting for that wave to come in September, but we don't acknowledge it and we don't actually celebrate that new beginning. And so it feels like there was no difference, you know, for, for a whole year, it felt like there was no difference. Every team needs chapters. You need the end of one season. You need the beginning of a new season. So there's got to be something that rallies the troops. It could be, you know, as simple as an ice cream social or a dinner out, or it could be a workshop. You know, you could bring in somebody um, from outside the community and do a workshop on tech. You could do another workshop on how to play as a band. Those are workshops that I do. But whatever it is that you do, you need to have some line of demarcation where you say, hey, this... This is a new beginning for us. Hopefully, you have new people involved in your worship ministry. I hope. But even if they're the same ones, maybe there was something that you shared about the vision of what is worship and what is praise and what is the heart of this church. You know, the language that you use. You did that last year, but you shouldn't assume that everybody still has or uses that same language or even remembers what you said last year. When it comes to casting vision and especially um, imposing values, and I mean imposing in a good way, when it comes to imposing values, that has to be done by the leader and it has to be done often or else people tend to kind of do what they want, right? 
given the choice, everyone will choose their own way. Well, it's up to the leader to decide, hey, this this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. And in a loving way, hey, let's all get on board with what's happening in this new beginning. New beginnings are great for that. And when they don't happen, it sort of disappoints people. When everyone just shuffles in, tunes up, and gets going, there's no sense of occasion. And that sense of occasion is really, really necessary because winter is coming, and you do need that spark at the beginning of the year to say, I'm glad that you're all here, that relational connection. So here's what I would challenge you to do. Take a look at your calendar and look at the patterns in previous years. If you're a worship leader that's been there for more than, you know, one or two years, you've probably got a pretty good idea of the calendar. And look at the rhythms of your year, the rise and fall. Obviously, Christmas and Easter, those are pretty big lines of demarcation for most churches. We we build up to Christmas, we take a break. We build up to Easter, we take a break. But if you're not a patterns person, you know, ask your spouse or ask another member of the team who has a, a good beat on those sort of things. My wife is really good at patterns, better than I am. And say, what are the patterns of the year? Where do things tend to go really well? When can we push, right? When can we learn new songs? When can we implement new things? When can we get new trainings for text or trainings on instruments? And then what are the doldrums? Where are those spots that are just, it's just hard. It's just a slog. It doesn't matter what you do. Where's the things, where's the point in the year where we need a little bit of a break or we need something like a celebration or, you know, pulling back a little bit? I would say that with the summer, just by nature of it being summer, people have pulled back. You know, if I look at a live stream where there used to be a drummer, there's probably a cajon player. Or where there's two guitarists, there's probably one or none guitarists. So some of that is already baked into your year. But rather than trying to fight it, it's better to embrace it. It's better to say, this is the rhythm of our year. And God has given us rhythms in the year by nature. Well, we should embrace those but make sure to celebrate when it's time to celebrate and have that new beginning. Hey, I hope that video helps you, and I hope that you take stock of what the rhythms of your worship team are, because it's much better to work within the calendar and work within what's actually possible than just rage against it and make yourself tired. All right, until next week, God bless and goodbye. (laughs) 